nothing worse than when when he laughs at me just just to to legitimately make fun of me like it's not like it's not partially you know it's not like a half kidding no he, he's he's laughing at my misery here that's what <laughs> what's hilarious dk and dolly's exchanges are so hilarious sometimes and it's always what back and forth. it's like ping pong is what it is it's ping pongs at the stuff that you that you guys and i love it it's nothing but a relationship that's all that is and i love it but dolly says something that broke me she said you know what screw it i'm trading him this weekend <laughs> trading me in yeah Meanwhile, I'll be in Orchard Park, New York, like like driving my car through like 10 feet of snow. And, you know, all she'll be thinking about is how she can trade me in. And all I'll, thinking, I'll be thinking about is how you should never marry for looks. Never marry for looks. <laughs> we'll call you every 10 minutes to make sure you didn't run into him. That's right. That's right. I think it is fair. <laughs> That we smile and hit this, <laughs> hit this bell and you take a quick intermission, DK, and come back, okay? Because I felt like she meant she was going to trade you in. Either uh, way. <laughs> and welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, starring the one, the only Ramon Foster. He's an 11 year starting. Left guard for the Pittsburgh Steelers, his yeah. only employer. It is, man. It's my only employer. I cut yards and stuff like that when I was younger in high school yeah, and you everything. You don't do W twos, and you don't have you don't become a union rep for cutting yards. <laughs> I, I, that's the uh, my first W two was actually from uh, from Pittsburgh Steelers, which is crazy. That was my one and only job. So you're that right? Correct. It was. I worked a catering thing real quick in college. I didn't make a bowl game. That was like over Christmas break, so I really don't count that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Pittsburgh was my first and only – well, my first job until recent. Steelers versus Bills, Sunday, 1.02 p.m., Highmark Stadium, Orchard Park, New York. Uh, We've pretty much talked about everything that there is to talk about related to this matchup, uh, related to the weather. I see that Dan Klimko is concerned about what time I'm leaving. It doesn't – I'm not a person who's afraid of snow. I'll, I'll just drive whenever. It doesn't make any difference to me. Uh, oh, but real? since you were kind enough, to, oh yeah, it's just it's just snow. It doesn't do anything. To yeah, me. right. I'm terrified, man. Really? Now rain gets me though. Rain yeah. and, and frozen rain. I, I'm not comfortable driving in the rain. Rain doesn't get me. Rain doesn't get me. Snow gets me. Ice gets me. Oh I, yeah, I, well, ice should get you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, but but I I think of driving in the snow is that it gets packed down like sloshy snow. Oh, I'm cool with that. We just moved that out of the way with the tires. But when it comes down to like snow in general, nah, uh, DK, it must be the region. That's got to be what it is. Yeah, I, for for me, it's just it's not a. There's nothing that can really happen to you in the snow. You know, what? It, it just isn't. You can slide a little bit and then you just keep on moving. It's just you know, think about it. if you slide off the edge of the road, what are you gonna what are you gonna run into? More what? snow. No, DK. <laughs> 
You wow, it's gotta be a, a north snow tips from the guy in Tennessee. And that's what I'm trying to warn you about, DK. This is weird energy for me. Remind me to never ride with you in the snow because you know what I do in the snow, DK? Uh, I sit still, my brethren. So that's wild. That's your mindset, but I get it. I get it. Says Mark Granny says Tennessee don't do snow removal. You know what's funny? You remember the Super Bowl, right? In, yeah, in Dallas. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. What happened when it snowed down there? Everyone just went, What the heck is this? They and were then putting, they just closed everything. And they put sand down instead of salt sand, solution which or did nothing. They put sand down everywhere. Like they were just gonna make it a beach or something. Oh my gosh. I continually joke. I said I'd have I'd have drove trucks or something like that if I ain't make it to you know through college and NFL <laughs> 18 wheelers. I'd be shut down like late November though. You can't get me to drive in the snow and nothing, DK. Yeah, and by the way, anytime we anybody ever complains about the weather, remember it's always colder in Canada. Hey, Celsius or Fahrenheit, that's low. <laughs> I don't even care which one it is, right? Minus 45 is minus 45, I think, is that weather where you walk outside and you just watch your breath freeze in front of you. Yeah. Like man. And it think it, it just falls apart. Yeah. Ice particles and, and, and makes a sound as it hits the sidewalk. Yeah. And mind you, I'm over here in my own little world, DK, looking up probability of snow for this weekend just so you know because i'm over here not terrified but more or less just trying to plan for what this weekend and next week can be we're actually supposed to get some like single digit this week Mm -hmm. yeah and some snow they think but uh i want some snow though but not to drive in though so but here we go man we got a big game this weekend yeah we definitely do here and this is Robert says, what are all these experts going to say when the Steelers beat Buffalo easily? I don't think anything is going to come easily in that yeah. weather. I don't think you're going to see a lopsided score for right. either side. It's it's just so unlikely, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'd love to. I'd love to. I'd love to see us. I, I don't even want to call it lopsided score. DK just simply imposing our will. I think if we get an opportunity to see that and that happening at the line of scrimmage, Buffalo's got some good players on their defensive side of the ball. They have some good players on the offensive side of the ball, starting with their running back, starting with their quarterback, starting with their wide receiver, Stefan Digg, and Gabriel Davis is to be thrown in that too. Of course, with the tight ends too. They got a squad. So if it's easy, it's because Baltimore can't – I mean, not Baltimore. God, I'm looking forward to next week already. <laughs> it's because Buffalo comes out and think their crap don't stink and Mason's not as good as they think he is, and this team is dead in the mud. Uh, so I don't I don't know if it's going to be that, but I'm with the idea that I love – I'd absolutely love for a pace-making uh, type of game on, on Sunday. Well, that's really where it has to go, isn't it, Moan? I mean, it has to be something where you develop a thing that you can do. Yeah. A thing that you're confident in. And then from there, a thing that you can find a rhythm in and just say, you know what? Here here we come. Here we come. Here's and that's what we've seen for three games now since is, Rudolph became quarterback. It really is, DK. And, and this is what I always say, too. And you, I said this the other day, and you backed me up on this. Playoffs are different. The, the crowd is different. The understanding of the game, the teams play you different too. And this is a team, man, that's relatively still very young with playoff experience. Buffalo don't have a crap ton either, but they got a quarterback that's four and four, so they got some experience. Our quarterback has zero snaps in the playoffs. Our running back has a few, maybe two games since Najee's been there in the playoffs. And this offensive line hasn't collectively played in the playoffs at all. You got Cam. 
TJ is not playing. Minka's played in some of those games. As far as knowing how to navigate this, that's the only thing of my concern for such a young playoff style team that we got to carry on the road to ball. I mean, to Buffalo. God, Lee, I hope we play Baltimore. I love this point. How did you stop that? That's twice now you've done That's that. That's two times, man. Yeah, that has to stop. Eric says if Mason Rudolph continues to limit turnovers, and by the way, zero, zero, then the Steelers have a better than average chance to win in Buffalo. I, I love this point, Moan, and I actually wouldn't mind embracing this one here in our opening segment because okay. when you're talking about Josh Allen, you're talking about someone who's obviously a multi-talented and versatile quarterback who can hurt you different ways. You're also talking a guy with 18 interceptions. I went through his game log yesterday. Okay. And he has at least one pick in 14 of his 17 games. Now, what that tells me is that he is an equal opportunity interception waiting to happen. Okay? Mm -hmm. He's going to throw a pick. On Sunday, he's yeah. just going to. Now, you throw Minka into that mix, too, and it, it the chances multiply. And I just I don't see how that's not a factor. We're talking about what's going to be a low-scoring game. It has to be a low-scoring game. One pick can be all it takes. And not just that, DK. He's got 18 interceptions, right? He's 18. very dynamic in his playmaking, too. But what does Pittsburgh do to a T? What did Nick Herbig do, DK, uh, in Seattle? He had one rush, one sack. <laughs> <laughs> One fumble, strip fumble, did he not? <laughs> On two total snaps. On two total snaps, did he not? He and did. and to, the, the other part of those 18 interceptions, whether they're tipped at the line of scrimmage, whether the wide receiver ran the wrong route, they're contributed to him, but he also has seven fumbles on the season too. He gets reckless with the ball often. He gets reckless with the way he want to go make plays also. If we can rush him, even without TJ, and the confidence that I have in Marcus Golden and also uh, Nick Herbick, to me, it's not TJ, but I think they're able and capable of getting the job done too. If we can get to Josh Allen and strip that ball out on the short field, score quick, you put more pressure on Josh Allen. When Josh Allen gets pressure, and he feels like he has to win the game, he starts doing extra stuff. What do most coaches want you to do almost every single time as a player? Man, just do your job. Let, let Stefan Dig catch the ball. Why you got to go run the ball? You got Dalvin Cook. Why you feel like you got to go run the ball? That's when he's getting tackled with those acrobatic like lifts in the air that he gets caught time and time again, that eventually he's going to end up getting himself hurt in a bad way, okay? Because Pittsburgh has to go hit him hit him often, and strip the ball out of his hand. I think more importantly than actually uh, waiting for him to throw an interception. Bill Blair says Josh isn't going to see the white jerseys in the snow. Equals pick city. That's good stuff. I I will not push back on you on that too. Again, he's a, a gunslinger. Isn't that what you would describe Josh Allen as? From day one. From day but I one. also would describe him as someone who's been in the NFL for six years and has 79 interceptions. Yeah. Six yeah. years, 79 interceptions. This is, you know when they do those prop bets and stuff? What they do, DK. This is this is the one you take. Yeah, we, He's we going to throw an interception. Okay, I don't know if Minka's going to go crazy. It's That's a tough role for a safety. Minka might be up at the line of scrimmage for all we know. Yeah. I think he's the guy that's probably going to somewhat mirror what Josh Allen does at times, too. Uh, anything, yes, from the tight ends to Josh Allen is kind of where I see Minka playing his game 
uh, as far as him being back this weekend. <laughs> I'll say this. The last time Minka was introducing incorporated back into that Steelers defense, the game I think it, uh, think of is, is um, San Francisco, his first game as a Steeler. You remember how dynamic that dude was and almost single-handedly won that game by himself? I actually do. God, what a work of art that game was for him. It's ridiculous. That that game, I, I remember that game only for so many good things. Mm-hmm. And that was a loss. Yeah. Like, <laughs> because of a fumble. Because of a fumble. Yeah. It was like you guys should have you guys should have had that game and then should have remembered it as a anyway, enough of that's for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about. That was the week three game out in Santa Clara. 2019. California, right after Ben was hurt. Yep. When yep. it looked like the whole season would be shot. Devin Bush played a great game. He did. I think he had what like 15 tackles or something like that. And he was and he scooped up a fumble and uh just there was just a lot of good stuff to remember. That might have been Devin Bush's only good game in the NFL. Yeah. It, it <laughs> that's, that's fair, DK. As much Here's, crap he's talked about it. Jonathan says Buffalo loves having defensive backs on the field. They do. They run primarily out of the nickel. I've seen the estimate put as high as ninety plus percent of the time. Yeah, they don't. They don't blitz a ton. They don't come after the quarterback. They, they be- rely on a four. Go ahead. No, I was just. They believe on their rushes up front. That's that's it. They rely they do. on four man rushes because they have guys. They do. The Steelers need to run the ball forcefully and take what Buffalo gives them in the air. Yeah. And that sounds about right. I don't think you have to overthink this one if you're the Steelers, and nor do you have to change really anything about what you do. Yes. You have a lot of different weapons, different types of weapons, but if you decide to just line up in a 12 or 13, just go. No just doubt go. about it. And the other side, too, I was staying corrected. Davis is out. All you guys had that up there. I didn't see that come out. So Gabe Davis is out. That also brings more uh, focus to those tight ends for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's just when you have someone like a Josh Allen, you have someone who is a high reward, but also a high risk quarterback. And I don't know that that's that's ideal. No, I mean, all in, in a all, low scoring game, that's a that's a 14 point swing potentially, especially when we know we're operating with no room for error. Like we, we speak about what Josh Allen can do to us, and and that's very important uh as far as the matchup this weekend and the weapons that they have also dk you can't be afraid to walk into this one and and just know that everything's stacked up against you and it's not the mindset that hey oh we'll play loose and if we just happen to win oh man thanks for having some no you got to go in and impose your will this weekend like boswell this week is a thing field positioning is a thing as far as punting. Like, this is a game that will have to be played like a chess match more than almost anything this weekend. And when it turns into a checkers match, checkers game, you take that opportunity too if the if, if you got an open sack right there or if you're taking Josh Allen down, you're capable of stripping the ball out of his hand. These are the things that I'm looking forward to. It's not one of those overthinking it type of weekends for me. This boils down to you beating the crap out of them up front. Like, if we're asking that group up front, Keanu Benton, too, on the other side of the ball. DeMarvin Leal, whenever he decides to show up, Montrevious Adams, all those dudes, and specifically the O-line. If we're asking for a moment in time to whether they win or lose this weekend, that these groups grow up, these younger dudes grow up, this is the weekend for that. I actually think they have a better chance than somebody said. I think it's Robert Schwam, Schwam in the comments said that Keyshawn said they're supposed to score 30. They'll be up by 30. Right. 
Exactly. Uh, yeah. Wood says, anyone who watched the Bills play last week knows we have a chance. Uh, if you saw Bills versus Dolphins, you'll know what he's talking about. I don't think that there are that many people in Pittsburgh who watched that game as important as it was. It wasn't something that was routinely available. I hooked up some uh, some rather sinister connection to watch it. Did you? <laughs> hey, don't tell you secrets, baby. Yeah, right. But I, but I did, and I, I just kept thinking to myself, "What is this? I mean, what, yeah. what are we looking at here?" Uh, and I'm reminding myself, even as I'm watching it, that the best team in the conference is the Baltimore Ravens, not these guys. Steelers two and zero against the Ravens. I don't care what the circumstances were. The question I have, if you look back at that first game, they played Baltimore, uh, correct, DK, was mm-hmm. with Kenny Pickett at the uh, at the helm, right? He was mm-hmm. leading this squad, uh, and I'm trying to find it. We won that game 17 to 10 um, with 289 total yards of offense. Uh, one turnover still, only 87 rushing yards. The last time we played Baltimore, we had 155 yards on the ground. Baltimore has a solid defense. I know they didn't play everybody offensively, but defensively, they're going to always travel and have an expectation, DK, correct? Is that that is undoubted. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just kind of who they are. Uh, I guarantee you that John Harbaugh did not enjoy running across that field to shaking Mike Tomlin's hand Exactly in that circumstance. And, and the fact that he goes to the podium, by the way, at the press conference afterward and said, well, the best thing about today's game is that we got through it clean and we got through it healthy. Really, Coach? What are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> there was nothing good about that game. But screw how they feel about making it through and stuff like that. We did some good things in the last time that we played football. And I'm expecting that to be the same thing and the same anxiety uh, that they had probably going to Baltimore. Because if they lose that, we're not having this conversation today. Mm-hmm. Papa Ray says, good point, DK. But we also know the Raisins a lot better and their tendencies. The thing is, though, Yes, the Steelers know the Raisins. They know the Bengals. They know the Browns. What they also know, to be honest with you, is the Bills. Uh, They see a ton of Bills. Remember those joint practices? They know Sean McDermott inside out and vice versa. They're not in the same division, but they're really, really close. They know each other. If if anything, and this is where we can go into the break right here, DK, for the Uh, only segment that matters, and that's Hey Mo. If anything for this weekend, DK, if anything, we need some payback on them suckering us into signing Mitch Trubisky. Oh, he went there. He went there. We'll come back after he takes a little bit of a timeout. The only Ooh. segment that matters. Hey, Mo, baby. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. The approval, the roars of approval that are coming in. Ouch, moan. Nice moan. Moan, that was a gem. So true. You know, the funny thing is, they actually kind of did. Because they were the ones who had the talk. Uh, the, the Bills did with Kevin Colbert. Eh, we're we're kind of joking. I know. Okay. We're tongue-in-cheek somewhat. 
they wouldn't have any reason to do that. And it's not like they were trading or whatever here. But at the same time, they were the ones that said, hey, we saw all kinds of progress, changed a lot of things. Uh, and he, we totally believed in him. If Josh Allen was to go down, oh, boy. Great team guy. Meanwhile, me. He has been a great team he guy. He has. I will yeah. not deny that. Meanwhile, we got him, and they got Tyler Mat- Matakavich. They got Dirty Red. Heck, he's been a pro bowler, I think, with them as a special teamer, man. Let's see Dirty Red this weekend. That's that's pretty cool, man. He's still making it happen. No, that's absolutely all right. All right, so we ready? Let's do this, DK. All right. It's Friday, man. This is how this works. It's Rapid Fire Friday. Uh, send in questions. Don't make them, like, super broad or whatever. You know, just really specific stuff that Moan can give you a quick answer to. Yeah, yeah. No, all no, right. No, so, no, like, Rick, yeah. Rick, Rick comes in with says, uh, has anyone told Joey Porter Jr. to get rid of those bright yellow gloves and to wear gloves that are the same color of the opposition's jerseys? I would expect so, but I also expect guys in this era to just uh, rely on swag. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Screw how you feel. If it looks good and I, I feel good, I'm going to play good. Deion Sanders said that years ago, two decades ago, okay? Uh, so it'd be smart, but Joey's been playing good. Would you not say, DK, gloves or not? I would I would out. not do anything to mess with that young man in any no. capacity because even when he has this is my favorite thing about him even when he has a day where he's really being tested as he was in Seattle yep and DK Metcalf's getting some yards against him and then game comes down to the line who makes the big play JPJ the kid did he did and why because he hung tough through it. He never lost his confidence. Tyler well, Johnson says, "Hey Moan, which offensive player, which defensive player need to have a big, excuse me, big game?" I got two on the offense. I got right tackle, left tackle. Ain't no other way around that. Right tackle, left tackle. There's no other way around. It. I know we've been criticizing the heck out of uh, Dan Moore. Broderick got to stand tall too. Again, this is a long year for him. We're talking about combine. We're talking about pre-drafts. We're talking about draft. People don't realize that. Yeah. yeah that, that's something only if you've lived it, you can understand that, right, Moan? He's had no break. Absolutely no break this year. No time to nosedive now. Is that knock on wood again? Okay. Uh, but but the um, left and right tackle, DK, have to have really good years. And defensively, I'm going to go with Cam. If Cam's oh. a wrecking ball, yeah. If Cam's a wrecking ball and Coach T going to ask that question, do you think you're an A player? And Cam is. He ain't got to think about it. Without TJ, Minka just getting back in the fold, DK, I need a day out of Cam Hayward because him having a day gets Josh Allen off his rocker. I can't even I, – I mean this in the most respectful sense possible because Cam's had a brilliant career, obviously, and Cam is – no question, not playing at 100%. This is going to be one of those things we find out after the season, right? Because mm-hmm. you just don't you don't see him. You don't hear 97 called. If Cam were to have a Cam-like game, everything about this game changes. I, until you mentioned it, I, I, Think about that it hadn't really occurred to me. But disrupting from the middle is something we haven't seen the Steelers do for a while now. Come on. So it's not just Cam. It's Larry Okunjobi. It's Keanu Benton. Yeah. If you get them three, think about that. Through the middle. 
get to him through the middle, force him to go in a direction that he hadn't intended to go, meaning Josh Allen, of course. Because it changes you watch, everything. If you watch the game, he will use the sideline well, and then he start doing that throwing across his body stuff. Like, that's all we need Josh Allen to do because Diggs is a down-the-field dude. Everybody else I'm hoping we can cover or at least cover up. Right, DK? If he moves mm-hmm. towards the sideline, throwing across his body, and we're talking real football stuff here today, DK. All right, <laughs> let's go. I told go. everybody all week long, <laughs> is the deeper the week goes. <laughs> let's go. Uh, I saw somebody ask that question real quick. Do I keep this wood here to knock on it? No, it's actually a phone holder, too, I got as a gift. Uh, but no, I wanted to get that because I started, so we don't have to answer that one. Clarence Washington wants to know, hey, Moan, will Presley Harvin show up in the bad weather and give us some good field position? You know why he should? Because Brad Wing is back in the building. Last time, I think he came back, um, Brad had a good showing before Presley got back in there. Presley came back and boomed it. He absolutely did. So if Presley don't feel some anxiety again, a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of confidence is what make great players. If he don't feel it this week and, and punt the hell out of the ball, something's wrong. But I got confidence in him. I like Presley. Sean Pierce wants to know, hey, Savage Moan, Savage. do you see George Pickens having another monster day? Of course, he didn't have one in Baltimore, but that's because John Harbaugh decided that he wasn't going to be a factor. He touched the football one time for a three-yard run. And it's a, it was a rain game, too, and Deontay made it happen. I almost uh, – does he have another monster day? Let it come to him. I'd like to say, yeah. Uh, I don't know what his over-under as far as yards is either for this week as far as the betting odds and stuff, uh, but I could assume he should have a really good day. Yeah, we're going to start getting into all kinds of individual names here. Colton says, hey, Mo, do you think Pat Fryermuth will have a big impact in the game because of the weather? Now, that to me seems a little more plausible. Because of the short distance, get the ball out in the way that rush is up front? Yes. Um I, I could see that more than I think uh, George having a day. Taking a deep shot with George is going to be huge. Yes. Uh, having, the, having the ability to go at their linebackers too, I think is going to be important to us. And if we can get into a rhythm, the same way we heard Coach T say, get the ball out and throw in the rhythm, it, it, like Pat's part of that for me. And here's the, I love y'all asking these questions about these guys because y'all expecting our A players to have good games. If you expect that to be the case, it's on Mason to kind of somewhat handle that. And him going back at George, this is what I was going to say, too, about George Pickens having a big day. It seems to me Mason has his dude. It's George. And if George is open, George is going to get the ball. If they decide to do what Baltimore did and shut George down, count on Deontay, okay, maybe even count on Calvin, count on Pat, okay, Najee in the run game with Jalen. That's where I'm at with how you scheme up somebody's dynamic players. Again, this is all or nothing this weekend for every team that's playing. So why wouldn't you take away their best option? Jermaine's all over this. I'm actually with Jermaine on this, though, because I think he's right. He says, hey, Moan, due to the conditions, we're just going to see more slants, screens, and jet sweeps. I know jet sweeps have become a swear word under Matt Canada. It's okay, though. But that's actually what you're going to see. Uh, I don't believe that the head coach is going to go back to living in his fears, but I do believe that the head coach is going to value what I mentioned earlier, which is he's not going to want to make the turnover. No, no. Keep it tight, right? 
Yeah. Take your shot when it's there. And again, I know, the, like you said, the jet sweeps is like a swear word or people hate it. Uh, but here's the <clears> thing behind it. You get the ball in the athlete's hand. If you can block the the, uh, the front of the uh, defense, then you got at least four or five yards at a time. We're talking about methodically walking the ball down the field this week. And if you have to take a shot, take those shots. But you ain't got to be pressed this weekend because the ball won't be a big issue because they do a good job of covering it up and the gloves are on players' hands and stuff like that. But if it's a little wet or precipitation from the snow, you got to be careful with the same way we were in Baltimore. Yeah, I I think to some extent we need to be be a little bit real about what this weather is. The the forecast that I see is one to three inches, meaning in the daytime, like falling as the game is happening. Mm -hmm. Moan, that's, you know... That's, that's light work gonna, right there. Yeah, that's just not going to affect all that much. Yeah, yeah. You know, now if there is some sort of massive downfall, downpouring or whatever, but, you know, realistically, I, I don't know why this whole thing has become such a big boogeyman. You know, yeah. it's just a little bit of snow. Is there any football player anywhere who hasn't played in the snow and loved it? Everybody loves it. Right. Everybody does. So you're not uh, going to go out there thinking, oh, no, oh, no. I mean, the wind seems to me like it has a bigger chance to be a factor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a one right here, DK. It's pretty solid. I think it's good. <clears throat> hey, Mo, from Patrick. Patrick goes, hey, Mo, the media is acting like Mason has a weak arm. Ooh, Having wait. played with him, what are your thoughts? Those are the people who are out of towns. Out yeah, of town. Who, who says that? It's it's national narrative. I have I mean, heard it's, it. It's, no, that's just it's it's that's not an opinion. That's yeah. just actually wrong. Yeah, that's wrong, wrong. Uh, I mean, that's never that's never been true. Going back to when he threw for five billion yards at Oklahoma State, to all he, on bombs. He he would just throw it up to James Washington, who yeah. made him a second or third round pick, right? DK? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. uh, arm noodle arm has never never been in the conversation with Mason Rudolph. I don't know. I wouldn't even know where that comes from. Yeah, I just uh, I, yeah, I, I think you can funny. have that conversation about a lot of different people. Um, but man, yeah, that that one doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. Nick throws in a super sticker. I what like up, that. Nick? What up, Nick? I don't even know what a super sticker is. As cool as what it is to me, DK. What up? Clemente is his last name. I wonder is that his actual last name or is that actually uh paying homage to uh Pittsburgh Great? Yeah, we're still talking about the weather. It's just a football game. Yeah. It's and, and it's just snow. Uh and know? here's the thing too. The the wind has been probably I think the biggest factor in this yeah, conversation. Right. But you also throw with or against it. You know, like you pick and choose. Hey, it's been times we've gone to windy places. Philly was a windy place. Uh Cleveland can be a windy place. Hey, wind is at our back. Let's throw the ball a little bit right here. Patrick Mason says national dues. It was on Good Morning Football. Oh, is that that's on NFL Network, right? It's NFL Network. Okay. Again, this thing is national, local, whatever. Everyone's just a reporter. Okay. Yeah. The different the only difference between local and national is that local actually covers the team. Yeah. Okay. So give us a name. Tell us who on this show said that Mason Rudolph has a weak arm. Nobody let's, in Pittsburgh ever has. No, 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 but who on this show said that? Oh. Anybody who saw it, just put it here. We'll put it up on the screen. Speaking of weaknesses, let's go right here, DK. Ron Lytle, man. What up, man? Hope you're feeling good. Uh, he goes, hey, Mo, this is some important <clears throat> stuff right here. How important is the play of Mason Cole in games like this? Very, very, very important. 
His oh, gloves. Jeez. Oh, uh, snaps. The snap. Every oh, single God. play. If there is snow on the ground, making sure that the ball is covered and until he's ready to snap it and the referees exchanging the balls in and out of the game. That, to me, is more important than worrying about the actual weather, like cold weather stuff. I'm sure today they had an ice bucket outside dumping the football in and him snapping the ball to the quarterbacks under center and in the gun, too. They overworked their process. So uh, I am not worried about it, but that's one of the things you always got to be concerned about in games like this. Uh, Jeff wants to know, hey, Moan, if anything, during the time off, can we agree that Mason's arm talent has improved? My wife says football is meant to be played in the snow. She might be right about that. But uh, Mason's arm talent, I mean, his arm talent's been there. That's like asking, remember earlier this season when you were up here in Pittsburgh and we were talking about Will Levis? Yeah. Okay. Well, arm talent is arm talent. Dude can just throw a football. Yeah. You do, you only need to see one throw. Yeah, you do. Uh, has his arm talent gotten better? No, his playmaking has gotten better. The arm talent was there. Remember when Mason first started? What were we saying, DK? If he can stop the ball from flaring up or going down or too much you know, heat on it, then he's going to be okay. Can Mason hit the slant route? Remember us talking about that? We're finally seeing him make plays. The talent's here, been there. Laurie comes through here. Oh. Yeah, and it, this is this is this is accurate. He's improved certain throws. How about the one to Fryermuth on the left sideline last week in Baltimore? Absolutely perfect touch on that ball. And yeah, Jim comes in and and helps to clarify. I think he's referring to touch, touch. as opposed to as opposed to just yeah. raw talent. Uh, there's there's a lot of good stuff that we've seen from him uh, that we see in practice, but again, the public hadn't seen in the last version of Mason, you know, something from five years ago. It's like he was in a box somewhere. You, you know what, though, <laughs> you know? to kind of declutter our conversation almost to let's get down to the crux of a lot of stuff, though. What are you more concerned about? Now, give mine. Are we worried about Mason and his play because of the quarterback? Or are we worried about the defense? I'm going to go with the defense, DK. Yeah, I would say that the, you need to get a push on those front four, Okay. You need to make sure that they're not wreaking havoc with whatever passing game you've got. But more than anything, man, here it comes again. This is where it gets boring. Where? Five, seven yards, five yards, seven yards. Do that. Hit one for nine, maybe a 12. And you know what? You're going to have a couple of times where you're just stood up like we saw Mm -hmm. in Baltimore. As hard as the Steelers were blocking and running, there were a couple of runs that just didn't materialize into anything. You know what you do on the next play, Moan? What's that? You tell me. You run it again. You run it again. You run it again, <laughs> DK. It. And that's what they did. It and is. And the Ravens are like, oh, man, we thought we had this figured out. <laughs> and, until you didn't, and it was too late, and the clock ran out. So here, here's the thing with me and, and saying that, DK. If we do that, Mason is a bonus. Okay, if not, if we're saying Najee, oh, he's dragging them all. If the commentator says that during the TV, oh, he's dragging them along. They're playing Pittsburgh style ball. Ball game over. Ball game over. Because that tells me that there's nothing that Buffalo can do other than trying to get into an arms race with us offensively. And if we can control the ball better than they do, and we have thicker guys up front than they do when it comes down to running the ball, especially if Buffalo is running their nickel out there. Sign me up, DK. If the commentator says that about Najee and Jalen, we're going to have a day. Look at Nova's freaking out. 
DK, you're wrong. National Weather Service has heavy oh, snow oh, Saturday night, showers in the morning, and heavy, heavy snow Sunday until Monday. <laughs> End of the world. It's just snow. It doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah, man. This is a thing in the South where it's like, you know, you're just, you're, you're just so, oh no, snow. I'm so glad that I live here because I don't have to deal with snow. Who deals with snow? What do you have to do? You know what it is in in the South? The South, we don't take care of getting rid of snow good. Because that that changed for for me and my family in Pittsburgh when we realized oh they get rid of the snow really well they prep the roads way better yeah. than we do down south that's the difference right now there. you want to talk about weather worth panicking over what's that how about hurricanes in Florida ah, my house is flying down the street you want- not to make light of it because you just had a tornado in Hendersonville, Tennessee. You want to hear what's even funnier? But we than that? have snow, which does nothing to anybody, and it's oh my god, snow! For uh, Florida people, really don't care too much about uh, about hurricanes. It seems like because they all uh, keep plywood in their basements and pretend like it's not a it's not a big deal that they could just lose their houses and their lives, or whatever. But then while they wag a finger at us over having some snow that does nothing to you, hey, uh, let's get to your prediction. My prediction, I got us uh, winning. Winning by two. Boz go down and get a kick. What's your score? My score will end up being um, 24. No, no, no. By two. Give me. That's a lot of points in the snow. It is. Two-point win is where I'm at. Okay. And the fact that it's 10 leaves me 18-20. Why is that? What would be the number one reason for that? Number one reason for that, we will score because I think they will underestimate what we got. And I think kicks will be a part of this too for Boz. I feel like we have the better kicker. I feel like there will be turnovers. I feel like Josh Allen will be more reckless with the ball. Mason has no room for recklessness like he does. And that's why I think we separate ourselves from them. And I trust our running game a little bit better. That 10 points to me is a trap. If they happen to lose by 10 – well, daggum it, guess what, DK? We are just the worst team. But that day, <laughs> you telling me, and they've already moved the line to a half a point, too. I've seen it. And I, I'm just like, it's that's in the world of betting, from what I've been told, that's a trap. Jen says Californians don't sweat most earthquakes either. No, Californians, like they're they'll do the same thing too. They'll be like, snow. Oh, I'm so glad to be away from the snow. They have earthquakes, wildfires. They're basically condensed to living in one small part of the state so that they don't perish. But earthquakes? They, 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 do you just go outside, like walk outside? I have no idea. You know why? Because I live in Pittsburgh. We don't deal with any of that stuff. Earthquakes, wildfires, tornadoes. Well, you had one tornado in the last hundred years. I was there for that, too. Were you? Yeah, it was downtown Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah, so was I, actually. Uh and uh, and that was it. That's our natural disaster. We don't even have floods anymore since we built dams and stuff, you know? I love it. God. It's like, oh, my, but you have snow. I'm so glad to be away from the snow. That's because you don't live down south. That's all that is, DK. And I'm almost like uh, Mr. CJ. Hey, scared money don't make no money. That's our motto this weekend. Who's who, who's betting the line of the over in that game, DK? I love that. I don't know about that, but Brent says I'd rather be in Buffalo with snow than Australia with 
all caps. Killer spiders. That has to have a dun dun dun. It has to. I don't even know how people live with killer spiders. Killer spiders is that's just that's when you've gone too far. Do they wrap you up when they're done with you? Ooh, you mean like enjoy it? (laughs) Just saying. Just saying. Oh, everything in Australia apparently is lethal. Like, can the koalas kill you? Uh, I've heard. I've heard. Wait, do they even have koalas or am I getting them confused? Kangaroos. I know they have kangaroos, but do Australians have koalas? Uh, I ain't got a clue. I don't know about that. I don't know. I know the kangaroos will fight you. Wait a second. The, they'll like fight you, fight you. Yeah, they will. Uh, I I've had seen a, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I saw them have a dog in the headlock. That's some crazy stuff. Uh, yeah, well, sure enough, our Australians are coming in hot and heavy here that we absolutely have koalas. Yeah, we have the lantern flies too. That's the worst. Wait till we spread those to the rest of the country. And I hope not. Y'all should be like killing them, DK. What's wrong with you? Do your part. You, you're bragging about the snow. You need to be bragging about how many lantern flies you've killed because stink bugs navigated down here too. I made it into the thousands, thousands of those things killed over the summer. They just multiply. And still, yeah, not even the tiniest, tiniest effect. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, guys. Well, uh, we'll come back right after this and take care of a little bit of business heading into that. Is that all right? Yeah, we got a couple good questions, so I'll bring up and answer real quick, too. How about that? Okay. All right, cool. funny we're joking about this but the buffalo bills literally seven minutes ago sent out a notice on social media asking for their usual shovelers they get volunteer shovelers from the community in the thousands uh that's not for the field that's for the the seating bands yeah they'll actually go through in between every seat every aisle and and shovel them out and they follow instructions it's not chaos it's you do this you do that it's it's done on a volunteer process. People just come into Orchard Park and do it, which is actually really kind of cool. That's how you get it done, right there, man. That's oh, I how love you get it. it done. Plus, Absolutely. it keeps them from killing each other out in the parking lot. Work off a little, <laughs> work off a little <laughs> energy and liquid, uh, liquid courage, DK. <laughs> I guess, I guess. Rochelle came in with fifty gifts, everybody. And what that means for you is, if you're not a member yet, and we've seen a handful of you today. Uh, make sure you have your super chat set to accept gifts. This is on YouTube, of course. Uh, and then you'll see it'll just magically pop in there, and it'll it'll let you know that it was Rochelle who got it to you. Uh, we also have other people who are generous in that regard. But again, to accept a gift membership with the live chat, select allow guests. What else did you have here, Moan? Now, Embiid asks, is there any chance his flights have been canceled? Any chance they move the game? Uh, no, they just ask for volunteers also. Uh, this one, Kenneth Moss asks, Moses asks, hey, Mo, can the goons of your line control the line of scrimmage? Yes, and I'm asking the defensive line too. Uh, they've hit a little bit of a hot streak. I want to see that continue on. Jeff also asks this, and I liked it. What do all the all-pro voters see in Miles Garrett that gave him more AP votes than TJ? Every statistic favors TJ. What am I missing? They're not in Pittsburgh. That's all it is. Sometimes the same way I think players quickly vote on stuff, I think writers do too. That's just me, DK, respectfully. Uh, Sergio says, Mon, what advice you give Mason? 
already gave it to him. Dude, have fun. Let it hang out. This is a perfect setup for you and the rest of your frigging career if you do what you're supposed to. Um, this one, how much faith do you have in Mason? The same amount as you do. How about, how about that? The same amount that you do. So if you don't have much, neither do I, okay? But if you have a whole lot, welcome to the show, okay? That's all I'm telling you. And what else did I have? Oh, this was good from Mike and them. Mike says, hey, Mo. I know Tomlin is not one to seek out bulletin board material, but when is the last time a team has been a 10-point dog in the playoffs? Will he use this as disrespect? Me knowing him, somewhat yes. Really? It, betting lines? It, it'll get brought up in some okay. some outlook, probably not from the betting perspective about how nobody's mm. going to give them a shot, give them a chance, you're dead in the water, all those types of things. That, to me, is highly disrespectful. If it happens, maybe Vegas know more than we do. But me knowing that Mike Tomlin-led team, he he gonna, <laughs> he's going to make those dudes want to run through a brick wall or igloo, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I haven't thought of it quite that way yeah, here. You know what I'm saying, DK? Mm-hmm. Rushing uh, through a few more. Damon Brown says, I'm so glad we brought in Brad Wing. I don't trust Harvin. I mean, nobody's going to blame you for that. Uh, Demond also congrats to TJ Watt and Miles Killebrew. Today, first team All-Pro. For anybody who thinks Pro Bowl is a bigger deal than All-Pro, you have that backward. Yeah. Uh, in the football world, it's All-Pro is the, is the real, real quote-unquote all-star team. Uh, because By the way, hmm. even if they wanted to make Miles Garrett better than TJ, both of our teams is on the doggone road for the playoffs. So we're essentially in the same doggone boat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Tyler says, uh, hey, Moan, I bought a Mason Rudolph jersey last week. What are the odds I get to wear it next season? Dude, people wear Kent Graham jerseys over no. here. I mean, this, this is a C, but they do. Oh, He was a Steelers quarterback before Tommy Maddox who was the Steelers quarterback before Ben. Never heard that respect. There you go. But they'll wear his shirts. Okay. Love that. We've still got more coming in, DK. Uh, by the way, what, Nick? We yeah, got they're Nick. not letting us go. Look at what, that. What's that what, all about? What do you prefer, warm or cold weather? I like a nice 65-degree game. Mm-hmm. Amos wants to know about how would you feel about adding Justin Fields. I like Justin Fields a lot. That's the only thing I'll say about that. I would never hold being a quarterback in Chicago against a quarterback. <laughs> well, we got Mitch. Uh, but <laughs> I don't I don't know what to say about Justin Fields. I like him too, as DK said. I just wonder if he's Pittsburgh ready, if that makes some sense to you. I don't know. I, I just don't think there's – you're looking at the quarterback who was the number one quarterback in the National Football League over the past three weeks against three winning teams, two of them on the road, one of them all the way in Seattle. I know. You see how I've got that line rehearsed now? I saw that. I heard it. It was real good by you. Last uh, question for the day. Are we it's ready? two of the same. Yeah, two of the same, too, if you didn't know. Christian came with two of the same questions. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got them? Or you want me how to How short it? is the leash? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what he's asking. It's basically the same thing. How do you think that he's operating? Mason is operating with a short leash. Uh, no, I don't. I think he's free to roam. Mason checked out a plays against uh, Cincinnati that got Darnell Washington the ball. Remember? Yeah. Mason's got free range. I don't know if there's a situation you ask that question. The same thing outside of injury. Does Mason get pulled? 
I can't see it because why would you put Kenny in when he hadn't really been the main guy in the game plan also? He hasn't been any guy in a game for five weeks now. You see what I'm saying? I mean, it's been a long time, and now all of a sudden you're just going to throw him out there? Yeah, that's a tough ask right there. Yeah, that's tough. Um, all right, guys. Well, that's all the time we have for today and for this week. Uh, we will have a show Monday, presuming the world doesn't end <laughs> and that I don't get buried underneath. What are we up to now? Seven feet of snow? Seven feet of snow. Seven feet of snow. You know, am I saying he's what? A, a doll. I don't know about that. I mean, Come on, DK. You got to know how to say it by now. I, I can't. I can't say it. I can't do anything with it. I can type it. Look, wait. It's just it just ain't in you. It just you know what you know when that DAWG come out with you, DK? Huh. It's when somebody called Pittsburgh Pitt. Oh God, that was the worst. <laughs> it's a school. It's a school. It's not the Pitt Stillers. <laughs> See, this is look at all this drive safely, drive safely. It's snow. Yeah. It's just snow. No, it's not, DK. To you, it is. You're used to it, man. <laughs> You're freaking used to it, good people. Uh, all right, guys. Listen, thanks so much. We've had unbelievable numbers this, this week. Mona and I have been talking about it. Yeah. Uh, whether it's the 1,000-plus that are watching us at any given time, the 3,000-plus that see the show live. But on top of that, we're ending up with numbers, like including the 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 – what would you say? The recording of it afterward. The recording, yeah. The ended up at Eleven thousand, twelve thousand, and then what you guys don't see on here in video form is that this also is a podcast, an audio podcast, which adds another few thousand into it. Um, the show is really something. Y'all are the best for <laughs> yeah, real. Yeah, too. Yeah, y'all are the best, man. But y'all know how Fridays go, man. Uh, we got a game this weekend. Hey, call somebody you hadn't talked to in a very long time. Buy somebody a drink. Have a random conversation. Make a random phone call. Apologize for something. But at all times, let's root for the Steelers this weekend. Here we go and make it back to us for Monday. DK. No, all the rest of you. I'm the one driving in the snow. I'll be fine. <laughs> See you guys Monday. Love it, man. Peace out, good people. Here we go. I'll be tweeting through my feelings same way as y'all will. Oh, boy.